the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an honor. Today is Wednesday, September the 21st, 2022, in the year of our Lord. On September 21, 1981, the Senate unanimously confirmed the nomination of Sandra Day O'Connor. She became the first female justice on the Supreme Court. Today, in 1792, the French National Convention voted to abolish the monarchy. Today, in 1957, the legal mystery drama, remember Perry Mason? Well, starring Raymond Burr, well, that premiered on CBS TV today in 1957, still going on reruns. Today, in 1961, the first Boeing CH-47 Chinook military helicopter made its first hovering flight. That was today in 1961. Today, in 1973, the U.S. Senate confirmed Henry Kissinger to be Secretary of State. And today, in 1996, President Bill Clinton signed the famous, infamous to some, Defense of Marriage Act, denying federal recognition of same-sex marriages. DOMA immediately became under attack, as we all know, and was effectively overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court decisions, both in 2013 and 2015. That's why it cannot be overstated how important the appointment, the nomination, and and seating of of, um, constitutionalists on the Supreme Court is. It's very, very, very important. We're living in troubled times, confusing times, by all accounts. I was thinking of a verse in Nahum in the Old Testament, chapter 1, verse 7. I've preached a couple of sermons or more on this over the years. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. Paul knew of troubled times as well. He wrote to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. He said, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. The church is going through a time of real challenge in America today, and there are two kinds of responses to that. One is to take a stand, even if it costs, and it is costly to take a stand in today's America for righteousness, for the Bible, not proclaiming that we ourselves are righteous, but proclaiming that God is righteous, proclaiming the truth of God's word. It's beginning to cost more and more to stand up for Jesus. Those of you who grew up in Sunday school, you probably, in a Bible-believing church, you probably remember singing a little song, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. 
ye soldiers of the cross? Well, it was easy to sing, kind of fun to sing along on those choruses, but we live in a day today that if we take a stand, if we do, in fact, stand up for Jesus, not stand up for a revised form of Jesus, but stand up for Jesus, who he really is, and what he really said, and what God's word says, it can be troublesome. People are not buying the gospel right now as far as it impacts the culture. I want to talk to you a little bit about that today, but also I want to remind you, speaking of the words of Jesus, let me give you these words. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't let the world get you down, the conditions of the world. I mean, they they are. They're bad. I mean, to say otherwise would be taking a position of denial and just living like in some kind of a make-believe world. And there are a lot of people that are doing that now, particularly on the left. They're living in a make-believe world. They believe that if they call yellow-orange, it becomes orange all of a sudden or whatever. So they're living in this make-believe world. It's kind of a bubble. It's a vacuum. And they're living in this. But it is not the life that God has designed for the human race in that he created us. It is is an alternative lifestyle, basically, where they're living in this this land of denial and land of, of misinformation and land of humanism and secularism and cultural Marxism, and so on. With that in mind, (laughs) with that in mind, Democratic California Governor Gavin Newsom, he has repeatedly, repeatedly said he will not run for president. I have repeatedly said on this program he is running for president. He finally admitted that, well, he has, it's crossed his mind yesterday. He's pretty slick. He's, he's, you know, a, a good-looking guy, it, it, I, it, by some, I, I guess, degrees. But he is—he's um, well-spoken. He's well-connected to wealth in California. He's running for president. Now that may get derailed by Biden if he runs again. But Gavin Newsom is not really looking at California nowadays. He's using it as a stepping stone, as a base to launch his own presidential campaign. Keep that in mind. He announced his state's launch of seven pro-abortion billboards that invoke the Bible last Thursday. In fact, Newsom is using Jesus' own words to promote abortion. We've heard that before. Nancy Pelosi does it regularly as needed. She makes up verses and just says, well, the Bible says so-and-so about uh, the environment. She said, well, the Bible, here a year or two ago, she said, well, the Bible says, in a news conference, she said, well, the Bible says to worship the the the, the creation, the environment. And people were, st- even the reporters were stunned. They were looking at each other going, what? I mean, they don't perhaps claim to be Christians, but they kind of know the Bible doesn't say that. In fact, it says the opposite. So these guys are not, new to using scripture, but in this case, Newsom is just blatantly using scripture to promote abortion. 
And he quotes words and then says that they mean something very different than what they do. In fact, he's almost suggesting to the public that Jesus kind of condoned abortion. That's the world we live in. The billboards advertise the recently launched website. California put up a spent a million dollars creating this website. It's abortion.ca.gov, which provides information to help women in states where abortion is restricted or banned to to access the procedure in California. In other words, it's a mecca. Governor Jay Inslee in Washington has talked about that. He's used that as kind of a, he's referred to Washington as a sanctuary, a place for women who are, are cast out by the conservatives and the Christians and all that, the biblical Christians, and they can come to Washington and, and they can get their their abortions and so on here in the state of Washington. But this is going a step beyond that. Now, maybe Jay Inslee will follow this lead. We'll see. But Newsom is going beyond that, and he's making a national campaign out of it and turning it into the, this website and, and, and billboards and who knows what else to promote this. But the billboards advertise that this that California is going to become sort of the ground zero for people to come and be safe and to kill their unwanted, unborn children. The billboards are going up in Texas, Indiana, Ohio, Mississippi, South Dakota, South Carolina, and Oklahoma, some of the most pro-life states in the nation. All of them have placed bans or restrictions on abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade just this past June, as you know. We talked about that a great deal. We've all talked about it a great deal. At the same time this is happening, and I want to get to this just for a moment today as well, Disney is now pushing a demonic, they've moved through the LGBTQ plus and all of that. No, they haven't moved away from it. They've moved through it. And that has become the norm in their presentation of so-called entertainment. But now, now they've moved into this this demonic realm, a spiritual war of sorts. And I'll tell you, you should know about it if you don't. You may know about it because there's been conversation about it. Some people were talking about it last week when I was off, for taking a, a week off, uh, just take a break last week. But I wanted to mention that to you. In case you're not aware of it, you should be aware. I mean, you, you just need to know about this. Anyway, back to Newsom. His campaign is evil. I don't know if it's demonic, but sin is demonic. The billboards in Mississippi and Oklahoma invoke passages from the Bible to promote their abortion site. The billboards quote Mark chapter 12, verse 31. Big quote across the billboard. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. I'm not quite sure how he's connecting that, but he he is. I mean, it's there, and it's in the visual of millions of people that will see these billboards. He purposely omits, of course, that the other commandment to which these refer to is love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Abortion certainly doesn't clear the moral bar of that by any stretch of the imagination. 
We can't love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and advance abortion. It's murder. God says, thou shalt not commit murder. So they take these, they, they selectively pick these pieces of Scripture, and he's giving the, the impression that, oh, well, Jesus must be sort of endorsing this. I mean, that sounds bizarre to the Bible Christian, but to somebody that's not really informed in Scripture and they're, they're not really serving the Lord with all their heart and their soul and mind and strength, they see this stuff and they go, hmm, and it does have an effect on people. Perhaps not a great effect, but a growing, kind of an incremental effect as they see these billboards. Newsom or the people around him know that. On the first page of California's abortion website, the readers greeted to Newsom's own kind of a mission statement, kind of a great commission, I mean, of sorts. He said, I want people to know all around the rest of the country and many parts of the globe that I hope were your antidote to your fear and your anxiety. Gavin Newsom, California governor. The website includes information for specific groups. There's, I spent some time on the website. It's, it's pretty, I, I mean, it's concerning to say the least. It's very, very misleading. But they, there's a whole section that talks about people who live outside of California. There's a section about people who prefer another language, a section on immigrants and undocumented people. And one, if you're under 18, that caught my attention. I spent time on that. The website promises, quote, this website is a safe place for you to find abortion information. Your information is not saved or tracked. Learn more about your right to privacy and digital privacy. It also states that California law allows minors to, quote, independently consent to their own health care despite any objections from their parents. The website links to this teenhealthrights.org, a website I'm familiar with because I've, I've used it in some of the comments I've made on this program recently, in fact. But they, they link to that, and that website tells minors, quote, they do not need your parent. You, they, say, they say on there, you do not need your parents or caregivers' permission to get an abortion if you are under 18. And that is... Uh, your choice, whether to tell your parents about it, if you do get an abortion. Christian Post picked up on this yesterday. They said a new billboard campaign promoting abortion services to conservative states cites a Bible verse with the words of Jesus as an apparent endorsement. And that's exactly what it is. These billboards are set to go up in Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, four other what they call anti-freedom states where abortion is prohibited or significantly restricted. Newsom, I noticed, is saying to women, to any woman seeking an abortion in these anti-freedom states, California will defend your right to make decisions about your health. He makes a big deal on his signs that your body is not the government's, it's yours. The body is yours. This while he's quoting scripture, and yet the Bible is very clear that we are not our own. We are bought with a price if we are Christians. He's not saying that he's a Christian, but he's certainly implying that he is. And yet everything that he's doing and saying is contradictory. In fact, it's abusive. 
to the truth of God's word. We are told that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit in God's word. We are not told it is yours, you are in charge. That's humanism. And that's where we are today in our culture. Newsom has tagged several Republican governors, of course, including Texas Governor Greg Abbott, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, and Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves. They all, uh, he put them on a billboard, uh, and it says, Need an abortion? California is ready to help. He's putting it in their states, I guess. The Sacramento Bee was talking about this, I think it was yesterday. They say that Newsom tweeted uh, one day this this week, just launched billboards in seven of the most restrictive anti-abortion states that explain how women can access care no matter where they live. Billboard campaign features three different graphics. One ad shows a handcuffed person wearing a dress with a text that says, Texas own, uh, doesn't own your body. You do. Learn more about abortion at ca.gov, their website. I'm looking at some of the pictures. I, In fact, I included them in an article that I wrote today, published on our website on faithandfreedom.us. And some of the graphics here are the pictures of some of the signboards and things are in that article. It, it's, it's grievous to me how that we're more and more seeing Nancy Pelosi and not so much Chuck Schumer. He's not quoting the, you know, the Old Testament, but these people in power using scripture to influence a nation, a nation that was once very sensitive in a majority sensitive to the Bible, even if they didn't, claim to be serving God, just even in my lifetime, and yes, I'm over 40, but I haven't, I'm not 200 years old. Even in my lifetime, I've seen us move from people giving reverence to the Bible, people acknowledging if they weren't living, you know, for the Lord, acknowledging, well, you know, I, I, I need to go to church or I need to read the good book, so on acknowledging that the Bible really was the Word of God and we really were supposed to follow it even if we weren't. We've gone from that to a blatant assault on the Bible. It's just another piece of literature in these people's minds. And God will not tolerate that forever. He simply won't. Because heaven and earth is going to pass away, but my word... God's word will not. It's eternal. It's not going to pass away, we're told. I believe that. And that's what these guys are playing with. They're playing with the truth of God, and they're using it to mislead so many. One of the, um, they're also making a play a little bit on even patriotism. Conservatives are more patriotic by all accounts on the polls that, all the polls that have been taken than the left is. But another display uses the same text with a red, white, and blue color scheme. It, it does look a little bit like it's supposed to be patriotic. But it isn't just Newsom that's evil. Collectively, I'm not talking about the individuals, but collectively the California legislature passed over a dozen bills earlier this summer, 
all of them protecting abortion access and protecting abortion providers. They're enabling this man, who is the governor of the state, to do what he's doing. A Bible verse printed underneath the message reads, Mark 12, 31, Love your neighbor as yourself. This, there's not a greater command than these commandment than these. This is troubling to me. I hope it stirs your heart and you say, well, what can I do about it? Some of you listening do, in fact, live in California. You know what you can do about it. You can pray. You can vote. You can be engaged. You can be informed. And I know some of you are because I hear from you. But for the most part, most of us listening to this program today probably don't live in California. But we can be aware, we can be informed, and we can know that this is not just within the borders of California. This is a situation that is increasingly troubling here in America. And while Newsom is leading women into evil, abortion is the face of evil. Planned Parenthood is the face of evil. And now this is being expanded beyond the borders, beyond the premises of Planned Parenthood. But while Newsom is leading people into evil, Disney is continuing to demonize families and children, children who escaped abortion. Remember last March, I talked about it quite a bit on this program. Disney dedicated itself to producing more LGBTQ plus friendly entertainment. Remember that? We, I, it was a national conversation, thankfully, and Christians pushed back all over the nation, hopefully around the world, but certainly here in America they did. Well, Disney followed through with their promise and are continuing to do so, even though Christian conservative leaders and family advocates have gone to Disney, the top people there, and talked to them and said, please reconsider your abandonment of millions of traditional families. I think most of us know the truth. If Walt Disney wouldn't have had the support of traditional families, mom and dad and two kids or whatever, there would be no Disney empire. But Walt is gone and a new di- a generation of Disney family has taken over and they don't see the family as Walt saw the family. One family advocate said Disney has long lost its neutral status as a unifying non-political element of our culture. Instead, they have now become political leftists and enemy number one to the primary base of their customers, parents with small children. But now, and you may know this, but I want you to be aware of it. I I would like all Christians to be aware of it. Disney has moved on to the next level of darkness in the spiritual realm. Disney has taken over another dangerous step into the darkness with its new animated sitcom series, Little Demon. Sadly, it's brought to viewers on their FXX channel. It's for adults, they say, but children access it all the time. That's well known. Along with other Disney-associated productions, this Little Demon is set series is set in a spiritual, spiritually demonic realm. And according to Deadline, it's a Hollywood online news service, among other shenanigans, they say, this is Hollywood speaking, the comedy, it's hardly funny, 
The comedy shows Laura, the mother, nude with no pixelation. These are those computer-generated cartoons that look real. I mean, and they look very real. There's no pixelation, and here's this naked woman in in this episode. She strips down in the first episode to perform a ritual. Well, there are multitude instances of nudity throughout the series. This is Hollywood, the way they're defining it. Seth Christinger is the producer and the creator of this series. He said, they, the reporters asked him recently, just like a week ago, they said, how far are you going to go with this, this new free Disney um, persona? And he answered them, and it's very telling. He said, quote, this is a guy that's creating this and other of these kinds of things for Disney. He said, we're going to keep going for it until we are told no. I think he was referring to the high-ups in Disney. But boy, I think it's time to tell these people no, and I'm not the only one that's saying that. There are a lot of people saying it. Essentially, this series... Do not allow it in your home, I'll tell you. This, this these series focuses on Laura and her daughter, Chrissy, who is the love child. It's produced from her fling with Satan. That's the storyline. The trailer is filled with satanic imagery. It's animated gore. It's graphic violence. It's like beheaded chickens and pentagrams and dismembered bodies and melting human flesh. That's what this is about. And people are watching it. Rather than being represented as dangerous and demonic and terrifying, Satan is depicted in this series as an average, middle-aged, cardigan-wearing suburban dad. The Bible tells us clearly in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 19 through 22, of a spiritual realm that is not of God. It warns us not to participate in witchcraft or consult with mediums but to call on God. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 and 11 also warns us to avoid witchcraft in all of its forms, and that's what this is. And Disney is packaging this as quote-unquote entertainment. And people are so dumbed down on Scripture and on truth in America today, they're just buying it and they're laughing, they're saying it's funny and so on. They're watching it. Ephesians chapter 6 Verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's where we are today. Certainly our world was there when Paul wrote that to the Ephesians. But even more so today, we are experiencing that same kind of an environment. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood or Democrats, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is not a time to be silent. This is not a time to hide and not want to know what's going on in our world. This is a time for us to be fully informed and be standing firm for Jesus Christ and doing what our hand finds to do to make a difference in our world. Our world desperately needs to know Jesus and needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always a pleasure, and thank you for your support. We need it. Box 399, Bellevue 98009. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.